I take a short break from recording, as I remember that first glimpse I got of something. That first inkling that whatever was happening up there was bigger than just a weird illness. I lose myself in thought for a bit until Chase's barking brings me back to reality. Right, need to finish getting this recorded. After filing the report for the lieutenant colonel, I really started kicking it into high gear, pursuing every avenue I could think of to try to figure out what was causing the illness and how or if it was related to what I saw in the sky that night. But strange things happen all the time in the lonelier parts of the world, which I guess is where we come in, standing in the gaps and blind spots of society's defenses to figure out what is just a strange weather phenomenon and what could be something far stranger. You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. When we last left Agent Rory, Agent Rory had to fill out some paperwork because he saw a UFO. Was it an alien? It might have been. Was it a plane? A helicopter? Probably not. Who knows what it is? But he has to fill out a form. And it's the next morning, and the form is filled out, and he has to deliver it to Lieutenant Colonel Conrad as soon as possible. So, Rory, as you're walking back to your dormitory with your form in hand, is there anything else that you are doing that evening? Uh, I think I'm the whole way back looking at the sky. (laughs) Just to see if anything changes, and then also just enjoying stargazing while I can. That's probably what I'm spending most of the way back doing, and then going back to my little space and writing out the report before I go to bed. Go ahead and give me a bureaucracy roll. Let's see how well you do with your... uh... Not quite a critical success, but 45 out of 51. Okay. You're able to fill it out, enter in the information that you need, make it sound good. My question to you. How clear are you going to be? I think I will leave it a little more vague than I described to the lieutenant colonel. I think just maybe describing that there was a part of the sky was obscured or there was a thought I saw like a shape that couldn't make out anything. I guess it was already pretty vague to the lieutenant colonel, but maybe a little bit more insert a little bit of self-doubt into the report while still divulging as much as I remember. You fill out the information pretty well and you have to do it in duplicate and triplicate in some instances. Before you know it, it's past midnight and you finally finished up the form and the report. You're not really tired, but you know that sleep would be a good thing. You can't get that image out of your head of the the couple images, one of the unknown object on the radar screen, and then two, the object outside. I think before I go to bed, or maybe even while I'm like lying in bed, I'm going to be trying to remember what the images looked like. If I guess, did it look like, was it like, looked like it was space debris? It was a like a radar, so just like blips of something. It wasn't like actual pictures. Right. It's just a blip on the screen. But when you saw the original, when everything started to disappear, it actually did look like a blob on the screen. Like a big... Yeah, a a very large, a gigantic, amorphous thing that's floating over the North Pacific Ocean. And it was, like, directly above us? Yes. 
I think I'm going to make a note to try to talk to Andrew at some point about this with the internet in the internet cafe. However, that works out if it's a phone call or a video chat, whatever is available. Not for right now, but maybe in the next day. You shoot him an email. He says that he could meet up tomorrow morning, your time, which would be his lunch. Okay, then I'll plan to drop off the report and then head to the internet cafe and leave a, a tube of medication for Airman Houston at my place if he stops by. He comes by, grabs the, the medication, thanks you as he's leaving. Hey, Doc. How's it going? Um, I know that we usually have, uh, you know, the psychiatrists and therapists mm-hmm. are available and our counselors. Um, we haven't had one up here in a while, but being up here and alone... Sometimes you see and you hear things that aren't really there, you know? Yeah, that can, that is something that can happen. Do you want to talk about it? I don't have, I, not right now. Okay. Um, but do you, is that like part of your, your deal as well? Yeah, I've got some counseling experience. I'd be happy to sit down with you. You're just getting off your shift, right? Yeah. Go get some sleep. Come back later today. All right, so uh, say sixteen hundred. Perfect. All right, that'll give me some time to sleep and get some get some food in me. Can I do a human on him to see? Sure. Okay. I think that's gonna be uh, it's an eighteen. He's nervous about something. One, he's probably nervous because he's asking for help. Yep. A lot of folks are kind of macho, and asking for help is hard. What was it that you were... What was your main intent I'm, meant? I'm trying to see if he's hiding something or trying to... My assumption is that he maybe saw something last night, too, which is what I saw. So I'm trying to see if that's if my assumptions are correct or if I get an idea if that's... If he saw something specifically last night. I'm not going to say that you're going to be able to find that out directly, right. but you, you do get the feeling that he's leaning towards something that was fairly immediate. Okay. Your hunch is probably a very good hunch. Okay. And I'll let him get some sleep and then make sure to apply it to thin layer morning and evening. All right. Sounds good. It should it should go away pretty quick, right? That's the idea. Let me know if it doesn't. All right. Sounds good. I'll talk to you a little bit more later on. Maybe. Hopefully I don't screw this thing up. He kind of smiles. I just have to rub it off. Rub it on. Rub it. Uh, mine's in the gutter. And he heads off. Okay. I will grab my report and head to the colonel's office. The colonel's secretary is there, and she looks up at you. Good morning, Captain. She actually stands when you when you come in, because you're an officer. Good morning. I've got a report for uh, Lieutenant Colonel Conrad. He's not up yet this morning, but um, I could take it, or if you like, you can... And she points at an envelope tray, like an in and an out. Sure. Is he... I hope he's feeling okay. He called in and said that he was. He was just running a little bit late. Okay. He was up late last night, I think. Uh, yeah, there's something something happening over there, I think. Seems like it. Uh, let him know if he needs anything or has any questions. He knows where to find me. Will do. Not like you can go far, huh? That's true. She smiles. A couple of the guys, because it's warming up, are going to go hop in the bay. Go for a swim. I think they're crazy. That's, yeah, that's a little, be, little bit of cold. But I guess there's limited options to entertain yourselves around here. Yeah. So this way you should note probably that somebody might come down with hypothermia soon. Noted. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess they know where to find me as well. And then I'll drop the report in his inbox and head to the cafe. 
So you arrive at the internet cafe, and there's a couple of people in here. There's one airman that's working who also happens to be the cook. And uh, you catch a smell of breakfast, some breakfast food being made. You know, eggs and bacon and some sausage and, and other kind of uh, breakfast items. The internet cafe is available for you to use. and You can make a video call. You have a, a private room that you're able to kind of close off and lock into. Private. Right. But not harder to overhear than... Yes. Okay. But not impossible. Yeah, most likely the NSA is probably listening to everything that comes out of here. Okay. Yeah, I will dial up Andrew. His phone pops up, and, he, and he's smiling, looks at you, goes, Oh, how are you doing? Uh, I'm a little tired. Late night last night. Oh, all right. Good late night or bad late night? Uh, interesting. So, I guess, number one, how are you? You look good. Thank you. Feeling good. Somebody wants to say hi. Chase? And he, he lowers the phone, and you see Chase is looking up at you. Chase is getting so big. Yeah. He's getting... Uh... He rubs his head. Chase misses you. So do I. I'll be back, well, at some point. Yeah. You know, New York's not too bad. It's springtime. Yeah. It's kind of nice here. Chase has been going after, you know, a lot of the gray squirrels that are around, so... Well, someone's got to get them. Yeah. Yeah, good boy. Good boy. You're a good boy. Yeah. So are you. You're a good boy, too. Oh. Um, you okay? Yeah, uh, last night I was just making rounds, uh, something happened at the airbase, um, I should not go into detail about, um, but I saw something in the sky, reminded me of, in Montana. Oh. 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 Oh, okay. And then there's this weird sickness going around here, which, not sure if it's related or not. Is it, do you think it's like viral? Is there a transmission or anything like a common, common denominator? Well, I've been here a week or so, and I haven't had it come up down with any symptoms. From what I understand, it started in February when a similar anomaly happened. So I do think it's related, but I don't know how it's being transmitted. It's basically low-grade fever, weird rash, burns, um got like kind of reminding me of shingles a little bit but just can you get a sample of the the skin cells yes i'm seeing a airman later today i can ask him i'll get another look at it and ask for if i can take a sample yeah but it's that and then uh, about three to four times a day there's i guess like waves of everyone except me getting like headaches nausea just really bad spell and then last night when this anomaly happened, it was really bad, and I actually felt a little something in my stomach. Is there anything environmental, like a barometric pressure drop, or around these times of the day? I don't know. I'm gonna write that down and get back to you okay. on that. But thanks for the the tip. No, it's what I'm here for. It's what I do. Yeah. Uh, but did a report for after that happened on the it was in the radar screens. Like went outside and actually saw something in the sky. I should not go into detail about it. I'm sure the NSA is listening to everything we're saying. Of course. Of course. They're perverts. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know exactly what's going on, but I wonder if maybe a certain organization had a hand in getting me up here. You think? I don't know. Stranger things have happened. Hmm. How do they seem to know all this stuff? I have no idea. They're everywhere, I've found. Probably not, though. I mean, if you think about it, that's really uncommon. 
and he shakes his head at that. Yeah, of course. Oh, man. Wow. Well, I mean, you are in the middle of nowhere, and you're probably seeing a beautiful sky. Oh, it was so beautiful. There's, you could see so many stars. Like, you never see the sky like this out over at Travis. Just no light pollution at all. There's a shooting star. It's like blue and purple that you could see and just forever. I hope you made a wish. Dang it. I keep... This is why you should be here with me. <laughs> oh, I wish I could be, but I'm I'm stuck here. But things are going well here, at least. So what's happening over there? We're trying out a, a new vaccine for a few nasties that have been floating around. We've got a couple private company partnerships that are going on pretty well. We were able to drop viral loads with this one test to near null limits or null wow. So it's nice. It's it, it's interesting to see. We're going through quite a few subjects. You know, mice, mice. We're not we're not onto anything bigger. But no, no rabbits. No, no rabbits. I wonder. They have been trying on the one thing that this company has been working with has been with cuttlefish. So, what company is it? Uh, Benefactor, something like that. Not Benthic. That's it. Yeah, Benthic. They were the. I told you they were the ones that we ran into in Montana. And he just stares at the screen. Just be careful. Okay. Ooh. Do you think that's why I got assigned here? Because of you? How would they know that? I don't know. How do they know all these things? This is creeping me out. It is a little creepy, but kind of. It, it's exciting too. I mean, I wonder if they have anything that could help with the, you know, cousin. It. Yeah. Wait, you have that? Uh, yeah, I couldn't leave it back in Travis. I guess that's fair. Just be very, obviously be very careful with that. Of course. Of course I'm being, It was given to you and you let me steward it, so I'm going to take okay. care of it. I'm not going to. Okay. It's important, right? Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot I don't understand about all of this in the world. And everything's gotten stranger since Afghanistan. But boy, howdy. He smiles. That's what one of the guys says all the time. So I just kind of picked it up. It just happens. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to fall into that. No, it happens. <laughs> Are you going to be okay? Yeah, we'll see if my I, my theory is if I start getting these same symptoms, then maybe it is part of this anomaly. We'll see how long they keep me here, but maybe I can figure something out. It's already been a week and a half. Yeah, I mean, they only come like what once a month. Yeah, I, I think I think your flights are once a month or so, so that shouldn't be bad. I mean, if you're in and out of here in no time, then that'll be okay. How long are they going to keep you out in New York? Um, so right now they're saying that I'll probably be here until July. Okay. But depending on if we have any breakthroughs or any other things, then I may have to stay on a little bit longer. But I'll make sure I get some time to head back, you know, at least for the fourth. Yeah, I guess we'll see who gets back to Travis first. Maybe if you can put some time in and come out and visit me on the East Coast. I would love that. Yeah, summertime on the East Coast. and Ooh, I heard that you can go antiquing in Vermont. That wouldn't be too bad. It's not too far away. That sounds amazing. All right, well, you should probably get back to work. I don't want to. Chase doesn't want me to either, right? That's fair. No, good boy. Say bye, Chase. Bye, Chase. Chase's face just is just so goddamn adorable all right well i really want you to uh to be safe and paul if anything goes wrong or you start feeling sick let me know email me yeah i'll i'll keep you updated 
and uh, let me know what what you get with the. Uh, oh, you can probably send me the results. Yeah, I should be able to do that. Yeah, send me, shoot me the results, and uh, yeah, I can see what I could do, what I could find out for you. Perfect. It may not be immediate. Hey, nothing is around here. Yeah, if we can get get people to look into it. All right. Well, I'll let you go. I love you. Okay, love you too. Be safe. I will. Stay warm. It's cold up there. Oh, I know. It's no so much colder than in Travis. I don't think I could imagine getting any colder. It's 60 degrees here. Oh, stop talking. Oh, and the sun is out. I think I might go lay out for a while. Oh, my goodness. All right. I got to go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Then it disconnects. You got some information. You got some good... Uh... Yeah, I got some things to follow up on. On my way back to my office, look up about the weather patterns or barometric pressure patterns or whatever it was he mentioned. Give me a science roll. All right. That was a success. 25. You do not see any correlation between the weather patterns and people's headaches and sicknesses. Though last night, there was a barometric pressure drop during the anomaly. Interesting. And it was basically a blip when you're looking at the signal intelligence, the signal intelligence information, you know, the guy that watches the weather, he's like, yeah, it, it happens every once in a while. I think it's just faulty gear. I mean, you haven't been up here in the winter. So, I mean, you're up here during this lovely warmth. Oh, I know. I just need to go out sunbathing now. Yeah. A couple of us are going swimming. Just when you get hypothermia, just come see me sooner rather than later. Ah, we're not going to get hypothermia. It's not that cold. And he takes a deep breath and blows out because he knows he's lying. Well, thanks for the information. And I will walk, start heading back towards my office. You're making the trek back to the infirmary where your office is at. It's foggy in the morning. The spray is is just constantly blowing over. So not not much different from the Bay Area, except this is kind of chilly. Okay. I am going to just out of habit at this point, just look up at the sky a little bit while I'm walking around. You're in a low cloud. You can't see a whole hell of a lot. Yeah, let's head back. I will actually swing by Lieutenant Colonel Conrad's office just to see if he's in there. He is. Okay. I will go see if he's available. Uh, Captain Thompson, got your report. Thank you. You're welcome. Anything else need from me in that regards to that or... Nothing right now. And he sees his left eye is shut. What's going on with your eye? Uh, I got a bit of a headache. When did that start? This morning? Last night? Uh, kind of grew from last night. Might if I take a look? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. I'd like to just take a look at this eye and would that be medicine check? That would be a medicine roll, yeah. All right. Oh, that, how did I? I got a 91. Nice. You shine your little pen light in his eye, and he recoils, and he's like, ooh, ooh, you almost got decked there, son. Well, still sensitive to light. That's normal. Yeah. Oh, ooh, I hurt so much. My jaw hurts. Ow, man. Aren't doctors supposed to heal, not hurt? And he giggles. Well, we got to find out what's wrong first. Uh, yep. One question for you is how the anomaly you mentioned in February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said this was... This one you were able to actually see. Yeah, we were able to we were able to track detect. this one longer. Yeah, and then all this headaches, nausea, all started at the first anomaly. Yeah. Okay, and then just do you get did you get similar symptoms at that time? It was lesser. It wasn't as strong. Okay, but you know these 
we get these kind of anomalies once a week or so. Nothing as big or as bright as this, but sometimes sometimes it's a little bit smaller. Except for the one a month ago, and then this one. Yeah, yeah. And then your previous medic. He was here during the first anomaly? Yeah. Yes, he was. Oh, it's a shame. He, um, as you read, he, he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Was that, do you think it had to do with that? With the, the sickness going around? He didn't leave any kind of letter or notice or anything like that. Being up here, sad to say, but suicide is more common than you would think. Granted, his was the only one that we've had in the last year, but... Do you usually have psychologists? We do have some counselors that come in uh, usually twice a year that talk to folks. They're available via, you know, video conferencing schedules and stuff like that. I've requested to have one out here permanently, but I have yet to have that uh, that request fulfilled. I see. This is, like I said, a certain kind of t- a toll is paid to be stationed up here. Yeah. I hope your airmen are rotated out often enough to prevent too much mental health deterioration. Usually it's two years. Um, a bunch of them, though, want to come back. Some people like it. There's not a whole lot that goes on here normally. But then again, we're also at the tip of the spear. If Russia decides they want to do something squarely, China or North Korea, we're the ones that see it first. You've got a good point. So a special breed comes up here and requests to be up here. The ones that don't want to be up here, they do have my pity. But after they see what we do, they see how important it is. All right. Well, let me know if your eye gets any worse. All right. I'm not sure how it can get any worse unless it ejects from my skull. Well, definitely tell me if that happens. Oh, yeah. I'll be coming. You know where to find me. Yeah. Everything going? Do do you have everything that you need? Is there anything that you require besides standard refills? Or is there anything that's deficient in our uh, supplies for our uh, for our airmen? And I will give him the... I'm sure there's a few things that we need. I will give him that list. I probably... Like a mental list that I had. When I get back, if I notice anything, I'll be sure to let you know. All right. We are supposed to have a tanker coming in the end of this month, bringing in some supplies uh, from the mainland. I could put in a request for that, for some stuff to be brought in. We do also have another flight coming in to land in two weeks' time. Okay. Just bringing supplies or bringing more people? What's going on? I think we've got a couple more folks that are coming in that are rotating in um, and a few folks that are be heading home as well. I think it's going to be an even swap. Okay. Do you mind if I get the names of those heading home so I can follow up about the nausea and everything? Definitely. Okay. Uh, and I'll write down those names. And... He uh, pulls out a tablet, the hand writes the names on a uh, sticky note and hands them to you. Perfect. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Hopefully we can get to the bottom of what's making everybody sick, because I need all hands, especially if I've got something floating overhead that we don't know what it is. Absolutely. Would I know, had would there have been another wave since the anomaly? No, it should hit later on this morning. And at this point, I probably have a little bit of a sense of when it's happened. Okay. All right, well, I'll leave you to your work, and I'll head out. He nods, and you head out. Where are you going? What are you doing? trying to think what else did andrew tip me off of besides the barometric pressure i'm trying to remember the skin sample the skin sample yeah okay i will i guess get back i'm sure i probably have some appointments if if anyone visiting the infirmary that does have a rash i'll probably try to get a sample as well from them you notice the rashes are usually the folks that work security the radar techs do get them as well but the security ones seem to get the ones that are more cute and the larger ones 
There are also ones that are outside of the radar theater. And is it usually the same spots? Like his was on his arm. No, they're all over in weird spots. Like on the forearms, one guy actually has one on his left glute, you know, on his left butt cheek. And it's a pretty good size. And it's difficult for him to sit down because wherever he sits, it's always touching and it's hypersensitive. All right, well, get samples of ones where it makes sense to to do that and then probably give anyone that has that that same lotion. I'll also probably ask whoever's coming in about that if there's anything in particular they remember doing that might have caused it. Or particular... Let's see here. Go ahead and give me a intelligence roll. 61. I think that's a success. Yes. You see a pattern. And the pattern is that the ones that have the largest are the security guys that are outside near the Dane. Okay. In that case, if I have time before 1600, I'd like to go kind of scout out that area as best I can without getting going past where I'm not allowed so you head up toward the Cobra Dane, and it is an imposing structure. And as you get closer, there is a bit of a hum, like an electronic hum coming from the building. Do I see anything unusual around the building? Define unusual. Uh, I guess like wildlife that shouldn't be there or lack of wildlife or plant life. No, there's actually quite a bit of plant life here. You do not see any wildlife. Now, granted, the foxes, the blue foxes that you saw before we're nowhere near this earlier, but this is a, a large device that's pretty not supposed to be here, if you will. Right. Is there anyone around right now? Security? You do not see any security. I'd like to, I guess, just go take a look like up at the building or up at the, the radar. As you get closer, the building itself does have a fence around it, and there are signs that say, you know, unauthorized personnel not allowed beyond there are all kinds of lights on the building itself mostly to illuminate certain areas of the building even during the daylight you can see the lights are on almost as though that they are indicators of something you know you don't really know a whole lot about the device itself about the installation i don't want to go past the fences i'm gonna look at my watch is it around am i expecting the next wave soon yeah the next wave should be in about an hour or so i I'm going to make do a quick check around the fence, see if I notice any... I don't even know what I would do. I would be looking for maybe plants that might be causing any irritation, or notice Ooh. if I... Go ahead and give me a biology check. Should be a six. Oh, 44. Nice! The tundra grass here can cause an allergic reaction to some folks, especially for people that are not from this biome. You notice that there is quite a bit of this type of grass. There's all different kinds of tundra grass here, but you notice one that is particularly a allergen. You recognize it by chance. You're like, oh, I remember this. Okay. I'd like to get a sample of it, and then I'm going to like rub part of it against my forearm, and then I'll take a sample, like bag it, and bring it back. Does it look like there's a lot more around here than anywhere else? You look around and it does seem as though there's quite a bit more growing on this part of the island. That doesn't explain why it's on his butt. Alright, yeah, I'll complete my loop around. Is there any, like, gaps in the fence at all? Or light? Like, any lamps that are not on? Or anything like a break in the facade, I guess? There is a break in the fence, yes. Okay. I want... I'm gonna 
slip past it, and then just get a closer look and then head back as quickly as they can. As you get a little bit closer, the hair on your arms goes up. There is a little more static electricity in the air here. There's a smell of ozone as you get a little bit closer to this building. You start to feel a little more sick to your stomach. That hollow feeling again of something's not necessarily right here, but not horrible. Once I start feeling that, do you feel like it's getting stronger as I get closer to the radar? Yes. Okay, I'm going to back up and go back towards the fence. Does it feel like it's going away? Yeah. Okay. As you, as you get further and further away, you start to feel better. It wasn't so acute, but it was more of a sustained feeling that there was some kind of interference going on. So that thinking out loud, it probably is some sort of, I think wave is probably a good way to put it. Probably some sort of wave of energy going across the island that is already at the elevator dish, but going out at predetermined or throughout the day. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Before I go back across, back to the correct side of the fence, I just want to do a quick search if there's anything if anything looks like out of place or like intentionally broken or sabotaged yeah you don't see anything okay that nothing jumps out on your arm where you rubbed the plant you are getting a bit of dermatitis your skin is getting red and itchy okay and starting to burn a little bit does it look like what i saw with the security guards no okay well it was a theory it's a great theory. Yeah. Dan loves it. <laughs> but no, it's it's not. Okay, cool. Uh, I will head back to the right side of the fence, and then... Where do the security guards usually patrol, or do they usually just stand near the entrance? They stand near the entrance. They actually go into the unit itself. There are some that go into the unit, not all okay. of them. There is a security hut. There's nobody in the security hut right at the moment in time. It's because there's nobody really out doing anything. Nobody's going to try sneaking in the middle of the day, except for you. Apparently. I'll go past the security desk. Okay. Are you going? Are you trying to go into it? Yeah, let's go in. The door is locked. Okay. Do I see... I'm not going to find a key. I'll look for a key. Go ahead and give me a search roll. Okay. 42 out of 43. Okay. You do not find a key. Okay. You do find a small badge that measures radioactivity. Like one of those temporary ones? One that measures radioactivity or something similar? Yes. Like the, the ones that are like the one shots that go black if they get... Okay. If if their radioactivity is too high. And it is maxed out. Wow. You don't know if it's been over time because it does accumulate right. over time. So this card has been exposed to quite a bit of radiation. It doesn't have a date or a time on it, but that's something that you do locate. Uh, I'm going to make a note to come back later when I f- and bring one of those with me, if I can find one. You hear the door being unlocked from inside. How far is it back to the outside the fence? A good 20 meters. You're not going to make it. Yeah, alright. This is, this is happening. I guess I'll just act like I was about to knock on the door. The door opens up, and inside you see that there are two airmen. They work security. They look at you. Oh, Captain. Uh, hi, just, no one, just looking around, just in my free time. How are you folks doing? We're doing good. Uh, I'm not sure you've got clearance to be up in here. Is there something we could do for you? Did you need something from us? Uh, no, I was more curious about the rashes you guys have been having. See, I was looking at the, the plant life around here to see if there was anything. Do you think we're allergic to something? 
I don't know, and it'll show him. I found a plant and I did this to my arm. I'll point to my arm. You did that to yourself? Just to see, but I think you... Yeah. It doesn't look like what you guys have been reporting, though. No, not really. And he mentions I I haven't had one in a couple days. But uh, last week I had a one on my, on my stomach. It was weird. It kind of looked like ringworm. I had ringworm when I was on the wrestling team, but it, it wasn't ringworm. You know what I mean? It's gone now. Okay. Do you remember what happened right before... Or the night before you found that? Um, you know, I don't think so. I mean, hmm. Like, you don't remember, like, it was just a regular day, or don't remember, like, you can't remember. Like, it's no memory of it. No, no, it was, it was just a regular day. No, I've, I've got memory of the day, I just don't think I was, I was doing anything. Okay, alright, well, you guys are feeling okay after last night? I know a lot, a lot of people, the headaches last night were worse than usual. Yeah... I'm hoping so. We kind of got our, our... We played with our shifts a little bit. The sergeant said that that would be okay with folks getting sick sometimes and, and whatnot. Everything okay? And uh, you guys have been no radiation effects at all? I noticed the over there on the ground there was a radiation meter. Has that been an issue in the past? Radiation poisoning? No. Why would... I mean, there is radiation that comes from, from this big bitch. And he nods toward the dish. But... We're told it shouldn't be that bad. Okay, maybe it's just been there a while. Yeah, probably. Does my stomach feel... Because I know before I was getting close to the dish and I was getting that feeling in my stomach. Is that happening again or no? A little bit, but you've kind of, you've almost gotten used to it. Don't like that. Um, <laughs> would you mind taking showing me around or is that behind my, above my clearance level? That's above your clearance level there. Okay, Captain. fair so enough. If you want to, go, go talk to uh, Lieutenant Colonel Conrad. He... Uh, he probably would be fine with you uh, coming through. All right, I'll mention it to him. You know, he'd probably want to show it off himself. That's a great idea. All right, well, I'll leave you to your shift, and I'll, I will head out back towards the dorms and check my watch and see how long I think it is until the next wave. About the time you get back is when the next wave hits. You actually have some people lined up outside. Some of them have their head in their hands, and they're just not feeling well. And it's folks from all, all aspects. Okay. The only people that don't seem to have any issues are the cooks. Interesting. Now, the cooks, they are airmen as well. Mm-hmm. It's not as though that they're outsiders. It's just that they have not exhibited. Do folks work in the kitchen? Not at, like not at all? They haven't seemed to have any issues. Okay. They handle the kitchen. They handle the internet cafe. One of them, actually, his specialization is IT, but he's working in the kitchen. Okay. He handles the internet cafe as his spot. When it hits, do I feel anything? No. Okay. Whoever's there, I'll do what I can to help them deal with it. Does it seem like a normal, nothing out of out of the ordinary for this? Correct. Nothing out of the ordinary for this, other than the fact that this is in ordinary, but it's not, you know, nothing is uh, outwardly strange. Nothing's different about this one versus mm-hmm. the other ones. Okay. Airman Houston comes by later on in the afternoon. You're able to get a sample when he's sitting there on the gurney. Yeah, it's uh, last night... Um, I thought I saw something in the sky. It kind of looked like the lights, you know, like the, the Aurora Borealis type lights type thing. Um, and it was really crisp. And then it went away really fast. I mean, I was out there with my battle buddy, with my partner, but he didn't, he didn't see anything either. But he was keeping his eyes down. I don't want them to... I don't want you to think I'm crazy. I don't think you're crazy. One, we don't like that word in the mental health community. Um, okay. And then, 
Side note, did I see lights when I saw the thing? A little bit. A little bit? Okay. So I'll see to Herman Houston. Do you remember where you were for your shift last night? You were near... I was on the eastern part of the island. Okay. Not too far from the landing strip. So I was out near the big screen, and I I also thought I saw something. <sighs> I don't know what it was, but I don't know. There's been weird things happening around here, so I, who knows what it is, but I don't... Something's happening. I don't think you're crazy for thinking you saw something. You don't know how much that means to me that you, that someone else saw or experienced or... All right. Because being up here, I'm on the end of my two years up here. I've got another couple months and then I'm supposed to head back home. But it's, it gets rough. It gets, it gets real rough. Has it been rough this whole time or just more recently? More recently. But again, two years up here. It's a long time. Yeah. And then I've got about 16 months back in the mainland. Can I do like a psychotherapy role to see if there's anything else that I can help him with? Sure. Go ahead and give me a psychotherapy role. Oh my gosh. 95. Dear God, you nearly nearly cripple him. And I have such a high psychotherapy score. Yeah, crippling. But hey, go ahead and put a check mark on it. You know his crippling anxiety. Oh no. I make it worse. (laughs) If it was an 88 or 99, it would have. Yeah. But no, you're not really able to help him out that much. You have helped him out a, a little bit by saying that you saw it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah. Thanks for the talk. Can we do this again another time? Of course. If you want to set up a regular time, that's fine with me. I know how less, I know how infrequently you guys get this type of help up here. Yeah. You, and like, this is part of your, part of your, uh, your training. You've got that. Yeah. So I can, we can let other people know that you can do the counseling sessions as well. Yeah. I'll let people know if you want to, if you let people know, that's fine. All right. Sounds good. With that knowledge, the base now begins to set up times. You are now pulling double duty, double jobs. Okay. You're working 12, 14 hour days now. Things kind of calm down. There's still the headaches and the waves. They're not as acute or as horrible as they had been in the uh, past or leading up to this time. A few weeks go by, actually two weeks go by, and the plane is supposed to come out. You've met with the lieutenant colonel a couple times. He tells you they don't have another dock that's ready to be deployed out there. So he's going to, he's ask, not asking you to stay, but he's letting you know that you are not being transported back. Mm-hmm. Two days before the plane arrives, storms hit the island. And you've seen some pretty nasty storms come through up the coast. You've seen some pretty nasty storms when you're in Afghanistan. This is maybe some of the scariest that you've ever seen because from where you were at on some of the higher ground you could see the waves cresting and battering against the shore through the rain and when you have visibility the rain is it's just coming down coming down horribly the day that the resupply is supposed to come through they call it off because they can't land the plane is not going to take me able to make a visual landing or a contact approach to land the weather is just too unpredictable. The wind is too strong. You have hurricane-level winds that are blowing through. At a couple times, even the, the lights and the generators kind of go out, and then they're quickly repaired shortly thereafter. It just buffets against you. Late at night, well, not late at night, in the late afternoon, you're looking outside, 
and you see lightning strike the ground and then you see from the lightning strike it looks as though that you see figures come up out of the ground made of electricity as they take a step or so away from the lightning strike they disappear there is a bit of a bustle over the intercom that's here about another ufo another object that's unidentified above can I get a look at this guy? Yes, you can. Right where the lightning landed above it, it's clear to the sky. The clouds form a circle around it, maybe 50 miles at the most. I mean, it's kind of, it's pretty wide, but fairly small, where it's almost like the high eye of a hurricane. And that seems to be right where the lightning struck. And then it closes over with the clouds rolling in again. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna get like a coat and go outside, like in a raincoat. I'm going to take another look around once I stop seeing that, just to see, just because I want to see. Are you going to head out into the field where, where that lightning struck? I'll walk, uh, I'm going to start walking towards it. As you get a little bit closer, the tundra grass doesn't crunch underneath, but it's wet, and it's just sometimes rough going, and it seems to grab at your at your legs. It just, it's not muddy, it's just the, the grass and the, the shrubbery are just pretty, are kind of thick. You get within about 50 yards of it, and then there is another bright flash, and you see a thing seemingly made of electricity standing there in front of you, and then it all goes bright white. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Rory. I'm Dan Voshkevich, the handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Sights and Sounds is an original scenario written by me, Dan Voshkevich. A special thanks for these episodes goes out to Matt Houston for his advice. Any technical errors are mine and not reflective of the great information Matt provided. If you like our story, there are many ways you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Victor Von B., Stephen Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, Skelly Lichboy, Tom Padula, M.S. Aznikar, and Ben Warner. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on all the usual social media sites. The Redacted Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Join us next week, because outside the bounds of reality lurk entities with names unpronounceable by the human tongue, creatures of hunger and rage that would like nothing more than to devour our insignificant universe. <laughs>